Hey, Oz. Hey, Curtis. Hey, what movie are we watching this week? Have you ever wondered what the byproduct of Clueless, mm-hmm. Say Anything, Okay. The, the Outsiders, uh-huh. Grease, <laughs> Karate Kid, Oh, yeah, yeah. And Chopping Mall would all look like. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good idea, but hit me up with it. If so, you would get Valley Girl. <laughs> chopping mall. That's the chopping ball. Why not? <laughs> Movie's in the mall a few times. <laughs> Nicholas Cage takes that laser <laughs> shot a couple of times in this. He was the robot, actually. <laughs> uh, I, I I originally <laughs> got to admit I originally had as my punchline for the movie marriage a uh, a mid eighties movie called Rat Boy. Okay. Do you remember this movie? I have no recollection of Rat Boy. <laughs> uh, Rat Boy is a uh, a movie directed and starring directed by and starring Sandra Locke. Okay. Uh, as as Rat Boy. Um, the reason is because this movie this movie was made before Nicolas Cage got his teeth fixed, uh-huh. and, and on a few occasions when he would like smile, all I could envision was that that looks like Rat Boy. Rat Boy. <laughs> uh, the movie's awful, by the way. Um, it's an absolutely terrible movie. Well, a movie um, called Rat Boy. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's also starring uh, Robert Townsend, Garrett mm. Graham, Louis Anderson, uh, Larry Hankin. Uh, Billy Bird, like it's it had people in it. Robert Townsend um, had a birthday the other day because, th- as you know, uh, I always quiz Patreon subscriber Melissa L. <laughs> yes, every yes. day with celebrity birthdays, and it was Robert Townsend's birthday the other Robert day. Robert Townsend, I think he was like, like sixty-seven or sixty-eight. Oh, that's not bad. Mm. That's not bad. Uh, N- MTV VJ Nina Blackwood is in the <laughs> is in the movie as an MTV VJ. So I originally had Rat Boy as my punchline, but I thought, well, I doubt many people have probably seen rat boys so i'll just go chopping ball. <laughs> oh well uh, but before we get going here i was going to text you about this earlier uh it's also oh, i'm going to quiz you on one right, right oh, now go for it go for it uh it is emo phillips's birthday today as, as the, the <laughs> well, time of this well, recording well. <laughs> call me mr <laughs> butter butterfingers <laughs> <laughs> how would you think emo phillips is as Ooh, emo phillips uh 69 68 oh how dare you overage emo phillips yeah i didn't overage him by much though (laughs) just 365 days so uh welcome back listeners and viewers to another episode of let's talk about flicks the weekly podcast where we take a monthly theme this month being wives choice (laughs) wives choice and we are in week two in which we're covering my lovely wife's pick Mm -hmm. she has picked 1983's Valley Girl. Yes. Sweet so, little film. It really is. And I'm glad that you, because you hit me up early yes. and you're I, almost I was, like, wah, I was about it. I was about it. I was through like act one and like tipped yeah. on into act two. And this is, yeah, no, no spoilers ahead. Act one is a little eh. Yeah, it, but well, it, but it does pick up steam as it goes. So. And and to to be fair, and this is understandable for a lot of people, and and I've known this of you for a while. Like, um, you you've got a pretty short leash if there's not a lot of plot. Hmm, yeah. 
you know, and that's okay. Like, it's just, you know, this, and we talked last week too, that this isn't really a character study is more of a, like a, like culture and time kind of study a little bit. And so like a sociological study. Yeah. But there really, there really isn't a lot of plot to this movie outside of your, and I purposely left Romeo and Juliet off the list. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this, and so I could definitely see that, especially if you're kind of going in blind. Um, But this is one that really, for me, I feel um, kind of benefits from a rewatch because it's like, all right, I've got, I've, I know what I I know what to expect now. And then you can kind of really see the relationship yeah. go from yeah. there. It, it grew on me as I went into the film and as I kind of reflected on it as well. It's yeah. Yeah. So good, good, good. Uh, who's in this movie? All right. Not a lot of, not a, not a Rick, big cast no. in this. Uh, we've got the, there's really, there's really only two characters that matter. That matter. <laughs> that's, and that's, that's Nick Cage, Nick Coppola uh, yeah. as Randy. The guy from the other side of the tracks, you know, he's actually technically the other side of the hill. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's a punk. That's right. He's a punk. He's a punk. Punks listen to new wave. They listen to the (laughs) plimsolls. I love, I love the plims. I actually, I just, I love that song. Yeah. It's probably, it, I just, I don't know what it is about million miles away, but it is. It's, well, it's it's, it's a good song and it works really well in this movie. Yeah. It's, it's one of my favorites of, of the eighties. Yeah. Like, you know, the early to mid new wave era. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Uh, and then we've got, uh, from, from the good side of the tracks, we got (laughs) Deborah Forbin is Julie. From the Valley. The Valley. She's a Valley girl. (laughs) So they're the, 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 uh, not star crossed, but the, um, yeah, just ge- geography crossed lovers. Right. Yeah, they're they're the um well, like I said Gr- Greece came into this for a reason. Yep, say anything. Yeah, yeah, that they're they're not supposed to be together because their social cliques yes. don't mix. You live here and I live there, we can't be together. Right. That's right. One's a one's a star-bellied snitch, and the other one's a plain-bellied snitch. <laughs> there you go. Blue eyes, brown eyes. Yeah. Um we've got uh Julie's parents Sarah and Steve, played by Colleen Camp, and uh, Frederick Forrest, who yeah. uh, who also were together uh, in a scene from Apocalypse Now, oh. as well. And um, it was I, I don't believe it was in the original, uh, the original cut, but when they redid Apocalypse, like Apocalypse Now, redu- redux, redu, yeah, re- redux. Put up your dukes. (laughs) (laughs) Apocalypse now, Frank Dukes. Uh, These two who were parents in this one uh, also had a rather, uh, I don't know if I'll say romantic scene, but a... Yes. Scene. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Clue Clue is still my favorite Colleen Camp film. Yes. Yes. She was the maid. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yvette. Yvette. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We've got Elizabeth E.G. Daly, voice of uh, Powderpuff Girls and... Mm. Now that big voiceover as Lauren in this movie. Yeah. She's not a, yeah, she's, yeah, she, she's still, she doesn't go for those loners. <laughs> I'm a loner, daddy, a rebel. <laughs> this time it's Deborah going for, for Julie. How about you take me to the drive-in? Drive-in. <laughs> drive-in. drive-in. <laughs> I, I admitted to my wife watching this that I uh, I had I had an E.G. Daily crush growing up. He's cute. E.G. Daly's yeah. really cute. Yeah. Uh, we got Michael Bowen as Tommy, the on again, off again. A.K. Buck. <laughs> From Kill Bill. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that. I was going through this and I'm like, where have I seen that guy before? And I'm like, oh yeah, like 
two weeks ago. That's where I saw yeah. him. That's why it looks so familiar. Uh, also plays a pretty bad guy in this as yeah, well. Yeah, he's pretty much the same character, really. <laughs> just less, less rapey. <laughs> he's just given up on Julie, and he's just stuck with catatonics. <laughs> <laughs> so we got him, uh, and th- then we got so, we got Fred. He's yeah, he's Randy's pal. We got Stacy and Susie, and their other friends. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's, that's just that's yeah. it. That's that's it for the cast. Not a long yeah. cast. No, yeah, not really. So, hey, what do we got for the plot of Valley Girl? Uh, well, we've kind of summed it up already. You've got... <laughs> it's, uh, it's, not, it's not a very thick, robust plot. No, you've got a guy and a girl that aren't supposed to be together that find themselves together. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the notebook would have been another great yeah. addition to, you know, to the movie marriage. But really, the movie kicks off with the way you expect it to. Uh, Julie's a Valley Girl in the San Fernando Valley. And she and her friends are at the mall. They're at the food court. Mm-hmm. They're shopping. They're just, they're Valley girls. Yeah, they're that, everything. That's, that's, sti- that's what the stereotype does. Even in 1983, like it was the stereotype. <laughs> As the stereotype know? was being established, they were the stereotype. They were like, because it's just so one note, so basic. Mm-hmm. Um, the closest we've had to that uh, in recent time, I would say, was probably that very short Visco Girl phase. Yes. Um, you know, pre, pre-COVID pre uh, with like, a lot of... Like two and a half months, Visco Girl. Yes. And it was it was a long two and a half months as a sixth grade teacher at the time. Uh, <laughs> Save the turtle. That's right. Here's... Exactly. Uh, look at my look at my Hydro Flask. It's got so many stickers. Mm-hmm. And here's my scrunchie. That means we're dating. Yep. Um, and now we're on to Stanley's. <laughs> yeah. And now it's basic, but it's essentially the same kind of thing. Yeah. Minus the really um, impressive language. Like with, with no internet back in the day, um, you know, a lot of times society kind of jokes when you look back at like meme lists of mm-hmm. like, how did we all know? How did everybody know to blow into the cartridge of a Nintendo game? <laughs> how, you know, like those yeah. things. How how did everybody know and everybody do the same things? And like the the Valley Girl craze was another one. Like it just was this like out of nowhere language. Mm-hmm. How did how did you know it? Like yeah, it, it was its own little subculture, but somehow it it seeped into the ether. You know. Yeah, because there did a lot of really good establishing shots in this film. And the valley is huge. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, they're pine over the Hollywood Hill, and you look, and it's just this sprawl of homes and neighborhoods. No high-rises, no businesses, just homes. And it's like, there's no way you all know each other, but yet you all speak the same language. Um, and so really what it boils down to is Julie and her friends are at the mall. They're talking about hot boys. They're talking about being popular. Mm-hmm. You know, Julie... Julie is, uh, she's hit the jackpot with her valley dude <laughs> boyfriend, Tommy. Tommy, Buck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know he's hot because his collar refuses to fold. Uh-uh. Um, Extra starch it, in that collar. Exactly. <laughs> but the the problem is, is that there's another boy um, in the food court that they all think is just, you know, tripendicular. Um, <laughs> tripendicular? He's, yeah, he's so, tu- he's so tubular. <laughs> Tryptophan? exactly yeah he makes me want to fall asleep after a big meal (laughs) exactly he's but he's hot and and you know julie's like i'm gonna talk to him and they're like you can't julie you've got tommy yes he's totally far out but you've got tommy (laughs) tommy (laughs) which she's like yeah as if i've been dating tommy and he's just so boring you know like gag her with a spoon and uh 
that's it's kind of it's fun to listen to but i'm like thank god my daughter is not like a valley that <laughs> would drive me insane um like whatever day right so uh they're leaving the mall they run into tommy she breaks up with tommy just she right there yeah yeah a couple like, minutes of the movie she breaks up with her with yeah her hot here, boyfriend. here's your uh here's your identity bracelet back uh i'm no longer <laughs> your property um so they go to the beach because that's what they that, do. That's this what is, they do. We go this to the is beach. where a little, a little bit of Karate Kid kicks in mm-hmm. here. A little bit. A little bit more later on when Tommy's trying to do all <laughs> judo in the back of the stage. Um, I mean, Lauren was practicing her crane kick in the background. <laughs> exactly. You know, and Elizabeth Shue had a soccer ball in the background. Um <laughs> And so they're at the beach and, you know, again, just this is what they do. It's just so simple minded. Yeah. It's just like it's just like group think of like, let's look at hot boys. Yeah. And the girls, it's it's bizarre because they're nobody's competing over anyone. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no territory of he's mine. No, he's mine. It's just look at that boy. He's so hot. I'm going to talk to him. You totally should. Like, it's it's just it's just odd. Um, and this is where. uh you know, she catches eyes with, with Nicholas Cage. Um, yeah. Randy. And Randy. And and Fred. Good thing, Fred's in line. Good thing she didn't catch teeth with him. <laughs> kidding. Uh, uh, Fred, Randy's friend, is, I think he's in heat. Um, <laughs> because. Yeah, yeah, he's, I don't quite know how else to describe Fred. <laughs> he is on the prowl. Yeah, he, um, he overhears one of them, like they're in line at the concession stand and he overhears yeah. a couple of them talking and like <laughs> about, about a party. One of them is hosting at Susie's. Yeah. Yes, and, and somehow he, he, he's just eavesdropping and gets the address. Yeah. Because he, that's what you're just, everyone's sharing addresses. Yeah. But yeah, Fred over, like you said, Fred overhears, uh, memorizes the address like I know, quite quite a memory on that fred goes uh, goes to randy and he's like you know 2847 broad street like he's like what's that it's a party dude you know like and i guess there's just there's all kinds of little things of like okay what beach are you at like there's all these little where the valley and the city don't mix but yet mm-hmm. you guys are all on the same beach so it's you know whatever but they're all making eyes at randy because Randy's not dressed like, like a geek, you know, yep. at this point, he's just, he's got his sizzle chest showing and <laughs> boy, does he? Yeah, he does. And he's just, you know, he's a hunk. It's totally fine. A lot of chest hair on that Randy. Uh, so that night, cause this has been a very busy day. Right there, we started. I mean, they, yeah, we, we start at the mall, and they're looking at boys. We go to the beach, they're looking at boys. I'm exhausted just hearing about yeah, it. Right. <laughs> but it's like we start. Like you, said, you start at the mall, you break up with your boyfriend, you go to you go to the beach, then you go to a party. These are all high school kids. Yeah. Um, you know, so they go to a party, and of course, Randy and Fred show up, and they show up dressed like they're going to a club mm-hmm. in the city. But they're out at like this prep party. Yeah. Um, and so they're wearing all black, like Fred's like spray painted his hair red. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, they don't fit in at all. And it's it's kind of a funny scene where like all of these like Carltons really are all <laughs> Carltons. <laughs> they're all just like well, it's it, like well, the rec- record screeches to a stop. Well, yeah, and, well, and it's just polo shirts everywhere. That's all yeah. it is. Polo shirts, pastels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sweaters tied around your neck, you know, and, and they're all just, they all just stare, you know, and of course, Randy's not embarrassed, but almost like, 
dude, we walked into the lion's den on this one, you know? And, Fre- and, Fre- like, and Fred's just like, what's the big deal? It's not a big deal. We're all just, we're all here to party. I like Fred. I do too. I really liked Fred. Um, so Julie is still over Rand, or over Tommy. Tommy's trying so hard to get Julie's attention. I'll totally take you back. You know, <laughs> hey, I know. Hey, over here. Look what I yeah. can do. Look what I can yeah. do. <laughs> I know you're probably heartbroken and it's okay. When you're ready to come back, I forgive you, Julie. It's totally fine. <laughs> I'm right here, baby. Right. And meanwhile, he's totally, um, like he's totally trying to hook up with various girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, corners. Yeah. 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 Um, quarters Lauren outside the bathroom, and like, wow, it, this was a really weird scene. Yeah, because you you could tell I could I felt anyway that technically there was consent. Yes, it was not spoken. No, technically uh, there was consent because there was a lot of conversation going on, uh-huh. and he wasn't necessarily being overly forceful. But you get it. I got a sense too that that Tommy was totally taking advantage of his lot of being that valley dude. Yeah, being of, and it's of like being I, local hunk. Yeah, like I know that I'm single, and I know you all think I'm hot, mm-hmm. and so you, of course you want to get with me. Um, and it was just, it was uncomfortable. Like, and and this is few places in this movie where it gets a little strange because. This was set up to like totally come back later, and it never came back yeah. later. Yeah, you know, like to be like the wedge that that's you know, yeah that's between Julie and Lauren. Yeah, never did. Like we're like we get like breasts and mm-hmm. fondling, and and it's like it was nothing. Like it just that was a scene, and yeah. this movie's got a lot of those tiny like scenic subplots yeah like they don't extend beyond more than a scene or two and they're like okay we're doing this and it never comes back and it never moves mm-hmm. the story along it never slows the story down it's just like well we had to fill some time um i did read and you probably read the trivia too that martha coolidge the director mm-hmm. was told by the studio yeah. that we that mm-hmm. that you must incorporate four pairs of naked female breasts in the movie. <laughs> not three, that's five. No, four. Four. Four, which she didn't want to do. So she's like, well, you never told me how long they need to be on screen. Mm-hmm. So they're just little more than glimpses. <laughs> we, but really... We must see eight boobs. <laughs> right. Which I said to my wife, because that's one thing this movie does well, too, and I feel bad for the actresses involved, and the actress for all that mm-hmm. matter, is they do... She does satisfy that requirement yes, of showing true. four pairs... Check the box. <laughs> of showing four pairs of boobs, but the boobs were never revealed very long because there was always a male mouth on them. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was like, well, that's one way to get around having to show them very long. It's just cover them with a face. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, here they are, it's, there it's they the, go. Instead of blurring or like a blue yeah. dot or anything. Oh, no. Exactly. It's just, <laughs> just like... Just grab the guy by the back of the head. Yeah. Mm. there There's a naked breast, and now his mouth is on it. And then end and scene. Like, <laughs> it, it happened all four times. I, I All four times. Um and so back to Julia and Randy, because that's the whole point we're here. Yeah. Um, Randy and Fred get kicked out of the party because they don't, but they just shouldn't be there. Like, yeah. And this, this, is, this they, is, this isn't your, for you. This isn't your place. Um, you know, Randy is talking to Julie. Tommy's jealous. Tommy tries to, you know, 
manhandle Randy. Randy's not having anything to do with it. And suddenly now it's three on one. Well, and he just, and and he just got after a little while, got rejected by Lauren too. So yeah, his, yeah, his yeah, ego's yeah. bruised in a couple of little ways. bit. Yeah. A little bit. So three on one, Randy gets beat up a little bit. Fred's trying to hook up with, um, was it, it wasn't Susie. It was, uh, Julie. No. Who was the Stacy, Stacy, Stacy. Yeah. So he's I, I over got Susie and Stacy mixed up the yeah. whole movie. Susie's the one whose mom has the issue because her mom is there. Mo- mom is yeah. throwing the party no, at another Susie's. Another weird subplot. Susie's totally fine with her mom being there. And then there's this boy that shows up. Ben, I think is his name. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Fred. Skip. No. Skip. Skip. It was Skip. Skip shows up and... Um, Susie's got the hots for Skip, but Susie's mom also has the hots for Skip. You, she, yeah, she's very much a cougar. Um, <laughs> Susie's mom, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's uh, it's it's gross, and it's again something that serves no purpose of the plot. No, no, it, whatsoever. it has zero to do with the plot. It's um, it's just meandering subplot. Well, and you know, like Fast Times at Ridgemont High had several of that little bits too, mm-hmm. of like. Here's just a whole bunch of scenes with characters. Um, what's the plot of Fast Times at Richmond High? I don't know. Like the really the difference is you cared about those side characters. Yes. It, oh yeah, it, you did. You did. And here it's just like okay, it's a mom yeah. and it's Skip and he's delivering yeah. groceries and watch now... how watch how funny this will be. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, um, and so Randy and Fred get kicked out. They drive off, and Randy's like. He finally, he's like, no, we're going back. Nobody can tell me who I can and can't be with. <laughs> and he sneaks back into the party. And <laughs> and kind of and a pretty funny scene, really. He sneaks in through the bathroom window and hides in the shower. And it seems like he's in the shower for hours. Like, waiting. He's waiting for Julie to come into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, but we get a lot of Nicolas Cage reacting to different things going on Just in the like bathroom. Just like hearing people's conversations. Yes, there's conversations. There's a boy and a girl making out, which there's boobs number two, um, <laughs> or or three and four, depending on yeah. how you're counting. Yeah, we get it's, that's true. We get a second, like we get a group of people like smoking weed, like the whole time he's just miserable because he's yeah, because he wants to talk Julian. Yeah, he's just that's all he wants. Yeah, and he doesn't have a phone to entertain him. He's yeah, he's just reading the back of the shampoo bottle. <laughs> <laughs> again and again and again um julie finally comes in he steps out and and convinces her to leave like you come with come on let's go let's get out of here there's one there's one thing that's gonna get me going on is it's it's stranger waiting for me in the shower mm-hmm, absolutely <laughs> hey you want to um, take off <laughs> can you pass me the extra tp <laughs> hey <laughs> mind if i wash and, my hands first and so uh she she does because she's kind of infatuated with yeah. it too Talks uh, Stacy into leaving with her, so Stacy and Julie leave the party and hop in with with Randy and Fred. Which Stacy is not excited to see. Fred. No, she's 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 a very reluctant wingman. Yes, but she does. Um, they they go out, they go for a ride, they go to one of you know Randy's favorite nightclub. They go into Hollywood mm-hmm. at at night, like something you could tell the valley doesn't do like julie's probably she's been to la but she's probably never been to la after dark after dark that's right it's when the freaks come out at night um <laughs> hook, hook, hook. 
<laughs> and so she and Stacy are like really like out of their element here. But we see Randy and Fred in their element. And we get Nicolas Cage and Nicolas Caging. Yeah, he knows everybody. Yeah. Like Randy knows talking, everybody. Driving down the like driving down the street in Hollywood late at night and just hollering people out, you know, and and they are they're quote unquote freaks. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're dressed like goths or just whatever. And you just could tell that in Randy's world, looks don't matter. It's yeah. it's who you are and your personality that matters. And that's really the message of the movie yeah. in its until in its entirety. So um they stay out all night mm-hmm. and it, they they go park, they're making out. We get kind of a fun little cat and mouse with with fred and stacy <laughs> the literal cat and mouse as he's yeah as he's chasing her around the car but, but she's like like she's having fun with yeah it. she's like no stop right because she's um because she's not around her friend so you could tell with she and julie beat her to it mm-hmm. stacy never really got there but a little bit showed here of like you know when i don't have to put on an act yeah when, like, when I'm not trying to impress my friends. Yeah, when I'm not worried about what everyone else thinks mm-hmm. of my decisions, like this is kind of fun. This isn't so bad. Like I've got a boy that's interested in me. He's flirting with me, and I'll give in because nobody's here to tell me to stop. Nobody's here to you know remind me where I'm from. You know, Julie and Randy are just making out the car, um, and they so you could tell they're getting close and then that's the end of the night. Like Randy drops her off in the next morning. Uh, her parents are waiting up for, her, but it's another kind of fun little back and forth because her parents are like super chill with her. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like, Julie, like, like dad's like a hippie basically. Yeah. yeah. And mom's not far behind. Yeah. yeah. Dad's got all these, like when I was at Woodstock yeah. and you know, the race riots and like, he's all for, you know, all for peace band, yeah. you know? So she gets home expecting to be in trouble and they're just like they're irritated with her but more curious about where she's been but at one point she's like why can't you just yell at me like like normal parents like (laughs) like i should be in trouble for this and they're like well as long as you're safe honey it's okay um so we get we get a lot of montage of julian randy yes yeah yeah a lot lot of montage in act two which is fine. Um, you and I like yeah. a good montage. We do enjoy a good montage. And this isn't a bad montage. No. The soundtrack to this film is pretty awesome. Gotta be a montage. And so uh, with the soundtrack backing this montage of just Julie and Randy spending a lot of time together and Julie and her friends spending very little time together. Um, Julie's friends finally corner her and are like, you, you know, we're really bothered by this Randy guy. Like, he's taking you out of your element. Although she's... Never been happier. Yeah. Just let her be happy. Right. Never been happier in her life. And her friends are just like, but you. But this looks weird on us. Yeah. Like you're being an individual. You need to be a group member. Yeah. Um, so they're begging her to get back with Tommy. I, which is just puts me beside my, like, I don't get that. <laughs> get, like, get back with the guy who tried to pressure me into sex. Get back with get back with Tommy for our good. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> who cares if you want it? We need you to be with Tommy. Get back with Tommy for the leader. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Julie goes, you know, talks to her dad, and her dad's like, "Just follow your heart, yeah. you know." Like, um, you know, and we find out Julie's, which I never really understood why Julie's so cool. 
there's really not a lot to Julie. I mean, because, I mean she's a really sweet character. Yeah, but like, really. But like, I, you don't really get too far, like past the surface with her. No, but she's a valley girl. I yeah. don't think that we. I don't think anybody's ever dug past the surface of a valley girl. <laughs> but you just look at her. It's like her family's not wealthy. Her parents own and run like like this super health food restaurant where they're serving like bean sprouts and yeah. you know um she's embarrassed by but it's like it's not like she's like the richest girl in yeah. school or anything like that like middle like valley middle class it just seems like the reason you're awesome is because you're dating tommy mm-hmm. and maybe that's all that's all you need in the valley don't know um so despite being told she should go with her heart she does reconcile with Tommy and dumps Randy. Yep. She gives in to her friends. And I, it was that breakup with Randy was awful. Cause he had no idea it was coming. Yeah. He shows up to pick her up and she's just like, you need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. We're, we're through. And of course I don't blame him a bit for being like, where's this coming from? Yeah. Yeah. Although, Cause it, it came out of nowhere. It re- yeah, like, yeah, completely out of nowhere. Like she spent one afternoon with her friends and they just <laughs> peer pressured her into you need to get rid of him and go back to Tommy. And of course, Tommy, um, he just had, like, it was set up. He happens to show up at the restaurant. Magically, her friends all leave. Mm-hmm. And she's okay, like, okay, we're here to get He's like, can I can I have some of your burger? Like, it's <laughs> he, just. He's sweet for like 30 seconds. And then, it, yeah. and then it's, can, and then can, it's, can I he, finish your burger? Yeah. Then he's back to being Tommy. Yeah. Like, he just, you could tell he's just as shallow as they oh, yeah. are. Um, and that's what I think they're really afraid of is. You can't have depth. If you have depth, then we might have it too. Yeah, then we have um, to think. Yeah, we don't want to do that. It's totally bogus. Um, and so Randy flips out, understandably yeah. so. He's pretty mean to her, which again, he's talking from his heart. Um, goes and gets super drunk. <laughs> he tells her F off for sure, like totally. <laughs> I know. I, that was kind of, like he's totally making fun of her as he does it. Uh, but he goes and gets super drunk, um, makes out with his ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. at, at the the club, I guess. <laughs> in the cleanest bathroom you've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> In the bathroom from Train Spotting. <laughs> I was going to say it was the bathroom from, like, the uh, Battle of the Tough Guys and, and uh, No Holes Barred. <laughs> <laughs> Dookie. Um, <laughs> Battle of the Tough Guys. Um but, like, Randy is, like, clearly off the deep end. He's going to pick a fight with some really dangerous guys. Like, Fred steps in and saves him. Thankfully, the Plimsolls are playing again that night. <laughs> I know, right? They're playing <laughs> the same set. <laughs> which, you know, which that million miles away kicks in and kind of, you know, mellows Randy. Because it really brought him back of, like, man, you know, we had that was our song. We kissed to that song for the first time. Now my heart feels a million miles away. <laughs> <laughs> That hills that hill makes her feel a billion miles away. <laughs> His bamboo Fred, heart. Yeah, Fred gives Randy a hard time. He's like, dude, like, get over it. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not gonna get over it, then go get her then back. Do something. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, like if you want her, go <laughs> get her. <laughs> What's the... Do something. Er... <laughs> yeah. For you think of wet hot? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where I go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or get off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was that Zach Orth. Yes, it was Zach Orth. I love. Oh, I I love that movie. 
Is that in our summer movie month? I, I think so. yeah. Spoiler alert. I think yeah. I think so if not, it should be. Yes, it's not. It's the first one. Is it okay? All right, we're good. Yeah, I think yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler We've got alert. a su- summer movie month coming up, and uh, probably this summer. Although, although, <laughs> although it's technically not during. Yeah, whatever. It's pre- maybe pre- that's preview. why we picked it. Um, <laughs> so then we get this. We get this fun little montage too of. Randy's showing up everywhere mm-hmm. that Julie and her gang are at. They go to the movies. Randy's the ticket man. They go out to eat. Randy's like the the like the soda hop kind of. You <laughs> and know, like, and his like cheapo three D glasses are like yeah, the disguise yeah. that Tommy can't recognize, but Julie <laughs> can't. <laughs> it's it's like he pulls him down. It's it's like oh, totally it's you <laughs> totally ah. totally Clark Kent's himself behind those glasses. <laughs> And so uh, Fred's got a plan that will get you <laughs> does, back with. Does he? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and so, you know, get Julie back with Randy and get revenge against Tommy. Mm-hmm. Um, then we skip off, pun intended, to this really stupid subplot with Susie and her mom. Yeah. Because they both have the hots for Skip, the like grocery delivery boy. Um. Like mom, Skip drops off groceries and mom is the only one there by the pool. Like gets off the phone to talk to him. You. And she's totally like, I I even, I had to read it because I haven't seen The Graduate. I know it's probably film blasphemy, but she even like, like even just like name drops pretty much that whole plot. Uh-huh. They're like plastics, you know, and, which I guess is from the movie. And he's like, uh, okay. Come, come <laughs> like, again. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, so clearly leaves without that showing up. And you get the vibe that he's he's not opposed to to Beth. Mm-hmm. After, but he, after I, he finally realizes what's happening. Yeah, but I think he's a little weirded out that it's like, you're old enough to be my mom. Yeah. You know, it's something like there. Like, cause, he's a little um, skeptical. Yeah, but, but he's after, also... After a while, he's like, eh, yeah. Yeah, he's also interested. Um, we get another scene where he's delivering groceries another day, hoping that Beth is home and he lets himself in mm-hmm. and he hear and he goes upstairs. He hears somebody in the shower again, hoping it's Beth. Yep. Um, turns out that it's not, it's Susie. Okay. So cut to Beth coming home and Skip didn't care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So Skip and Susie are in bed together. Yeah, the and mom Beth, walks in, yeah. Yeah, and uh, rah, rah, sorry, Beth, you lose. <laughs> you should have never been in the game anyway. No, no, you best sit that one out. Go back to the yeah, bench. Yeah, yeah, It's kind of, but Skip and Susie are now going to go to prom together, so that's good. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, whatever. But at the same time, like, thankfully, Susie never realized that Beth and Skip were had a mutual interest that his mom or her mom almost statute almost yeah but it's statutory yeah. rape with her prom date exactly thankfully it didn't happen because that this movie wouldn't have brought it back up yeah like, <laughs> just would have left it there yeah but we did get we did get set number the three is that no that was that was set number four set number three i think was uh was the ex-girlfriend at the at the Viper Room. Yeah, <laughs> the Viper Room. Well, it technically was. I read that in the credit was in the trivia too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that um they filmed that that was in the Viper Room. Although it wasn't called the Viper Room at the time. Mm. Johnny Depp hadn't bought it yet. It was the Supper Club. 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Copacabana. Uh, <laughs> uh, so cut to girls are decorating for prom. Stacy and Lauren are chatting over their plans. Um, you know, they're just whatever. Tommy made a reservation at a hotel. They're, he's going to surprise Julie. Like, uh, I bet he is. Yeah, uh-huh. um, every time Tommy's conversation comes up, Lauren does thankfully get visually, uh, visibly uncomfortable. Yes. yes. At least, at least she, that was that was really the only callback. But yeah, yeah, um, because you could tell that like, oh, let's because they both were like, let's never talk about this, mm-hmm. you know. And what I was watching with my wife, I didn't get the vibe anything went further than the petting, because at no point did they show either. Like they they both stayed clothed from the waist down. Yeah. So I don't think anything. I think they just rounded second really hard. Was, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it was a stand-up double for sure. Yeah. Uh, but so definitely took a look at the third base coach. Yes, yes, but nobody slid into home. So, uh, yeah. So Tommy and Julie go to prom, stretch like what? It's so superficial. Yeah. It is what. It, um, but Randy and Fred show up at prom, and you know Randy's getting again, kind of, <laughs> kind of like the. Um, Almost like the bathroom scene at the party, Randy's trying to stay hidden, and he's getting very, very annoyed, yeah. like waiting for his moment. And like Fred's all like, "Hey, this is all going to plan. This yeah. is all oh, going yeah, to plan. Yeah, just, totally just, yeah, just, just trust me. It's all going to work out." Yeah, uh, Julie and Tommy are crowned. You know, they're going to be king and queen. Of course, they are. But before they get now, <laughs> before they get introduced on stage, we get the like the scorned high schooler that's now like the teacher in charge of prom. (laughs) It was like a 10 minute monologue. She's like monologuing about how, how school has changed since she, it was funny. It, I found it funny because like that poor lady, like, She's completely living vicariously. Oh yeah. Yeah, She's going to go home to her, to her cats and, you know, eating Campbell's soup. Exactly. You know, I have a tub of Ben and Jerry's. Um, (laughs) Randy confronts Tommy. They get into a fight. Tommy breaks out his Taekwondo. Yeah, yeah he does. does. I have in my notes, and this is this is verbatim, but I put down, Tommy does some white guy kung fu. Very much so, yeah. <laughs> uh, they announce king and queen. They pull back the curtain. Randy's beating up Tommy, knocks him out, grabs Julie, and they leave. Like, prom never gets crowned royalty. <laughs> Randy gets in a good, a good nard shot on Tommy. He does. Like, that's how he takes him out is uh tommy recovers um but yeah so tommy gets to the limo but not before randy and julie have taken the limo and they ride off into the valley tommy or julie takes off tommy's id bracelet throws it out the window and uh that's that's valley girl like as melt with you plays they they end up together and yeah like you said melt with you and the rest is cinema history Mm -hmm. as they say so that's Valley Girl. That's Valley Girl. Well, hey, folks, it's that point in the, sh- or, uh, in the show where Oz and I uh, each give our unique rating about the film we've been talking about, 1983, 83's Valley Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Oz, how would you rate this flick? Uh, I'm going to give this a million miles away. <laughs> that's that's a good number for this. <laughs> that's what it's getting. A million miles away. <laughs> it's a million miles million. away. What are, what are you giving it? I'm going to go with uh, 71 Annie Ann's pretzels. Oh, good. That'll be actually easy to find. So, <laughs> fit, 
Poison fish heads was no problem last week. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, folks, next up, we've got Outside Insights. Oz and I have been scouring the interwebs, searching for unprofessional reviews that tickle our funny bones, and we hope they tickle yours as well. Hey, Oz, what is your Outside Insight? Um, I've got a one-star review by Anton Tarkovsky. Anton Tarkovsky. Left in November last year. Okay. Without the early cageness drunkenness, spontaneous dancing, random yelps, long, sultry stares, chaotic laughing, bursts of violence, etc. There's little to recommend this music video looking for a narrative or reason to be. One star. Hmm. Basically, it's uh, this is just a music video with Nicolas Cage in it. So, <laughs> okay, Anton. I, I couldn't really find anything in the reviews that were like, polarized you know yeah funny one way or the other it's like eh, you either did you liked it or you didn't and anton didn't like it but he did he did recognize the early cageness of the film early so, cagedness that's right is that, is, that, is that an adjective Cage, i think so cageness I think it is. So, what do you got? Uh, uh, admitting something, I actually forgot to, to, to research an outside insight. However, I just just grabbed one off IMDb oh, that that is going to work out very well. <laughs> I, I got lucky. Try to keep one ear open on you telling yours, and, uh, and I snagged another one. You're probably hoping mine was longer. Then <laughs> it's like keep going. <laughs> uh, this is uh, a two out of ten. Uh, from the okay. Internet Movie Database, left by Robert Lautner. I think that's Taylor's father. Uh, in, probably. in July of 2013. Uh, I remember reading a review by Roger Ebert, who liked this movie, as well as hearing other people who agreed. I thought it was dreadful. I knew it was going to be a high school romance flick, but unlike the successful Hughes movies, uh, or the raunchier ones like Porky's, Valley Girl is boring, unfunny, and poorly made. There's nothing original about the story or characters. Uh, the acting is bad. What a dud. I've seen porn with more entertaining dialogue. <laughs> How could this movie have entertained anyone? But, 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 but fewer fewer breasts. Yes. <laughs> not, not, as many, not as much frontal right, nudity right, right. In, in the porn as in this. No, those movies I've only, I've only got to see maybe one, possibly two sets. But <laughs> this movie had four. It had four. Eight whole boobs. <laughs> I've seen porn with more entertaining dialogue. Oh, Lord. Something tells me that Robert Lautner uh, has seen a lot of porn to compare this, this to. I think so, yes. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for giving me that quick and easy review. As soon as I saw the word porn, it's like, there we go. <laughs> easy peasy. Yep, there we go. That's low-hanging fruit. All right. Hey, folks, it's that point in the show you've all been waiting for. Our signature segment, the three, two, one, in which Oz and I each will share three goods, two bads, and one, huh, about 1983's. Valley Girl. Oz, what are your three goods? Uh, the soundtrack is my first one. Yep. Um, very solid soundtrack. Even if it is a little plimsolls heavy, but whatever. Like yep. it's, I, I really enjoy that song. I was fine with it being in there twice. Yeah, we got so some, the soundtrack. Got some psychedelic furs in there too. Yeah. Oh yeah, some psychedelic furs for sure. So good, good, good soundtrack. Two. Um, I like a star-crossed lovers story. Yeah. I just do. Like you, you really enjoy your fish out of water. Yeah. You know, movies. <laughs> yeah. And and for me, like, I like to see the dynamics of two different cultures mm -hmm. trying to work it out. Um, and so that's definitely checks that off the list. Although, and I left this off my bads. 
very heavy handed when it showed them making out in front of a Romeo and Juliet marquee. <laughs> yeah. I almost Nothing put that, my about ba- that one. Almost put that in the bads and I'm like, come on, like whatever. But that's, that's my second good. And my third is I also enjoy movies that kind of show like how the other half lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got that. We got a lot of what makes Julie's family. Um, we get a lot of, you know, what, like Randy's life was like, but not of course his family or anything, but just we saw both sides and we saw both sides react to the other side. Mm -hmm. And so it was, you know, kind of goes hand in hand with that star crossed lovers, but not entirely, but I like, I like the, how the other half live dynamic. So those are my three goods. What do you got? Excellent. Agree on all of those. I'm going to start with uh, my first one. I kind of mentioned it before, but I'll say it again, Fred, I really, really like the Fred character. Just a supportive friend. Uh, he's very selfless. You know, he's he wants his friend to be happy. You know, and, and he, yeah. he supports him. You know, he challenges him, but he does it in a supportive way. And he's just he's just a good guy. Like he doesn't take himself seriously. You know, I, I that's one of my favorite character traits is just people who who don't take themselves too, too seriously. And that's Fred. So kudos, kudos to the Fred character. Uh, my second good, I will go with, um, let's go with, this kind of leans into one of your goods a little bit, but the, uh-huh. but the happy date montage while Melt With mm. You is playing the first time, yes. at least. Yeah. Again, f- f- we both like fun montages when done mm-hmm. when done well. And that was a fun, fun act two montage, them getting to know each other and just being happy together. While a cool song plays in the background. And my third good, Nick Cage's Teeth. <laughs> you go nick cage way to lean into those chompers you know um it, you know lean into who you are and really really own your teeth so kudos to you nick cage og teeth yeah oh because you know he got him fixed right? yes <laughs> he didn't lean too far no but in this one but in this one yes all right pro- like well, they say uh that the actress who played Pamela Voorhees in the first Friday the Thirteenth movie mm. hate, hated the script and hated the movie, but she wanted she needed money for a new car. That's the only reason she did it. Um, and so maybe that's why Nicolas Cage did this one. <laughs> like, <laughs> money God, I gotta get these teeth fixed. Uh, <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah, and uh, I Rat Boy won't be out for a few years. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's my third good. Nick Cage's teeth, his, his original go. teeth. Yeah. All right. Hey, Oz, what are your two bads? Uh, my first one is um, just Tommy being so clingy to Julie. Yeah. Like, even when he's not with Julie, he won't let that go. Well, she's, a, like, she's a possession. She's a, yeah. she's a prize. She's, yeah, like, she, she's social currency. It's like, as soon as they're together, the first thing he does is give her his bracelet. Like, yeah. it's like, I, you're branded now. You're mine. Mm-hmm. You say Tommy. Um, and so that was like, that's gross. Like, yeah. and, and, and the polar opposite, if, you know... Um, if one of my favorite character traits is people not taking themselves too seriously, my least favorite is arrogance. Yes. And there's a lot of it here. Yeah. Um, and my second bad is the skip and Beth, Ma- skip and the mom plot you, line. You, yeah. It's just, no. yeah, there, it's, it's served no purpose to the movie. It wasn't funny. It wasn't cute. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, the only benefit of it was it somehow creepily brought Susie and skip together to go to prom. Yeah. That was really it. And I'm like, huh? Cause Susie wouldn't get in there on her own. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, um, no. <laughs> she's waving at him. Hi, skip. Hi. And mom's <laughs> mom's like, 
Let's settle down. <laughs> Take a lesson, honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Wayne. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> One of my, might be my favorite, like, clip of that film. Just watching. Hi, Wayne. Hi. Yeah. Just barrel over the front of that car. <laughs> oh, so those are my two bads. What do you got for your bads? Oh, my first bad. Uh, there's a lot of homophobic, misogynistic, anti-neurodivergent, ableistic language, girls making fun of bulimia. Yes, it's an 80s movie. We're gonna, yeah. there's a decent chance we're gonna have the bad, like that kind of bad. And yes, we did in this movie. So relic of the era. Yeah. And my other bad Oz is Nick Cage's teeth. Man, you got to get those things fixed at some point. (laughs) (laughs) I am glad that you made this movie so you can get those teeth fixed. (laughs) It's about time. (laughs) So those are my two bads, Oz. Hey, what's your huh? Um, We kind of talked about it at the beginning of the show, but like, I'm curious, how did like Valley Talk begin and end? Sure. Like, what what is the etymology? Is it etymological? Et- et- yeah. Et- et- yeah. Etymolo- yeah. Yeah. No, no N, because with an N, you're talking about bugs. There you go. Yeah. The difference between bugs and, and history of speech is is one letter. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, the, et- the etymology. Etymology. Of it is, there we go. Is like how just this? It's just this groundswell. Like, how did it happen? Mm-hmm. Like. How did it take off? And then when when did it end? Because like the Visco thing, it just died. Yeah. It wasn't like you still had one girl clinging to it for dear life. It just was over. And it was done before COVID hit too. Like it, oh yeah, yeah. Because I, I would I, understood with COVID. Like yeah, oh obviously. Yeah, I I, re- I have a very specific memory. Uh, I I was within my district. I was moved. To, I I was switched from one building to the other, mm-hmm. and and I'm trying to kind of establish myself in this new building. And a month into the school year was a spirit week. And it was like, I think like Visco Girl was like the spirit day. Yeah. And so I got myself a gigantic, like, you know, like, like periwinkle sweat, like a 3XL mm-hmm. sweater covered, yeah. covered my arm in, in scrunchies. <laughs> and, a, and a month later, you know, nobody's talking about it anymore. No, no, it was. Oh, my God. It was it was it was, it was like, fat, it was like September of 2019. Yeah, it, it hung around a little longer down here, but it yeah. was terrible. But yeah, I think it died when it was around first semester. I remember when we got back from Christmas break, it was dead. Yeah. And with that, I felt really bad for those girls that so badly wanted to be on the Visco train and then and then got a hydro flask for Christmas. <laughs> and then it didn't matter. No. Like, Better trade that get, trade that in for Stanley. Yeah, they get back and they're like skit 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 and they're like <laughs> and the other girls are like, no, that was no, October. No. Sorry. <laughs> so that was my huh what's your huh oh god my huh there's um i gotta go with what's up with nick cage's weird t-shaped chest chest hair <laughs> i thought you were gonna say teeth again <laughs> what's what is up, up with nick, nick cage's weird teeth, shaped teeth, teeth? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah nick cage i mean the whole theme here is just like nick cage's weird anatomy yeah so his his teeth his his weird like it's like an upside down triangle like like yeah. chest hair I can, you know it's though like like an equilateral triangle. I I could see I could see the like the hunkiness there though. Sure. Like I I could I can. I could see of like because Tommy wasn't exactly, you know, your Brad Pitt either, you know. Yeah. So I I could see <laughs> of no, like he's oh, no no peak meat. No, he's no peak meat. 
Um, but I could, I could see the like, yeah, I could see it there, you know. Sure, I get, it. I can understand how people would be attracted to it, but it was there was just this particularly large plume yeah. that was it was an upside down triangle right at his chest. And, yeah, because like, he had nothing else. Yeah, because he hadn't gone like full, he nowhere near like full face off Nicolas Cage. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I could, I could see it though. He, I, I thought he did well or for an early career. Sure um role like he did he did just fine yeah yeah he was fine in the role yeah i mean there really was no bad acting in this film no and that's pretty good considering that there really aren't other aside from nicholas cage and deborah foreman there weren't any like names in this movie mm. that you were like wow i can't believe they were in that early film yeah so so that's that's 1983's valley girl Oz. yeah it is mm-hmm. what do you ha- what are you gonna uh what are you gonna bring to the table next week well, next week as we continue with wives choice <laughs> Wives. <laughs> um we're going back to quentin tarantino again oz yeah. last week we covered kill bill volume two yeah as suggested by my wife and uh this next week we are going to do a film that he wrote but did not direct 1993's True Romance, mm-hmm. which also I think fits with the uh, February, the month of love. Very much so. Yeah. So yeah, we we get the story of Clarence in Alabama. In I've tr- not seen. I've not seen this film. Ah. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm it's, aware. It is I'm... very Tarantino. It is like as Tarantino as Tarantino ever Tarantinoed. <laughs> There's a oh. lot to like about this movie. There's a lot to be like, huh? I can only imagine. Yes, it is. It is like, but again, it 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 was it was directed by Tony Scott, so it's a Tarantino movie that looks oh. like Tony Scott. And it's, it's, it's it, it I, works. It does yeah, work. It's yeah, just, it's an interesting yeah. dynamic because it's because it's a '90s Tony Scott. Film. Yes, so it's and it, it's like if it's like if Pulp Fiction looked like The Bodyguard. Yeah, Roger Avery also was co-writer mm-hmm. on this one. Oh, nice. And you've got yeah, Christian Slater, Patricia Arquette, Dennis Hopper, Val Kilmer, Gary Oldman, Brad Pitt, Christopher Walken, Sam Jackson, Michael Rappaport, Bronson Pinchot. Yeah, yeah, Balky's in it. Wow, James Gandolfini. Balky's good too. Tom Sizemore, Chris Penn. Uh Wow. Yeah, it is a sizable cast list. Yeah, it is. And some of these characters, like 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 Sizemore and Penn, are only really Act Three. Like, okay. like Hopper's really only Hopper walking are really only act two. So like, it's like, yeah, it's I, a pretty small wow. roles for some pretty big names. 7.9 IMDb. Yeah. This will be good. Again, okay. again, it's a good movie, but it's just, again, it's, it's Tarantino. It's, it is very Tarantino. That's fine. And it, and it's, and it's Tarantino uh, showing off his ego. Oh boy. So well. in, in, in all the best and worst ways. That's fine. It's it's still really like early Tarantino yeah. as well, so, like so ninety three. The goods will be good, the bads will be bad. We'll just oh, put it I'm that sure. way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, it, for it sure. is a fun movie. It is a really fun movie. Fun character. Very much looking forward yep. to it. Uh, social media wise, you guys can find us Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, link to Patreon down below if you want to hop on and uh, throw a few bucks our way each month, so we see your name because. Who else do you pay to say your name? Yeah, who else says your name on a daily basis? You need validation. That's right. And you clearly don't use your name enough. Mm-hmm. I never use my name no. except for when I'm on a podcast. Yep. That's the only time I talk in the third person. Mm-hmm. Curtis, exactly, Curtis no. approves. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, all that and more could be found with just your Patreon subscription. 
for a simple 10 cents a day, you can... <laughs> you can skip feeding children in third world yeah. nations. For, yeah. And instead, get me a new pair of headphones. It, and we, we, you know what? And we're going to do something that those chumps at the ASPCA don't do. We're not sending you a shirt yeah, or no, a towel no tote or a blanket. Bag from us. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. Your money will go 100% to the cause. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Your three to six dollars a month. No, no 12 ounce can koozie that says, <laughs> that says help the dogs. Nope. 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 Nothing like that. Nope. Um, we do have the full support, though, of all of those organizations, the Shriners, all of them. Um, they just they don't transfer well in a media format. Yeah. Those dogs don't cooperate on camera. No. Well, you don't see them shivering in a podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> we'd be kind enough to give them a blanket. <laughs> yeah, we would. And then we would narrate what's going on. Oh, look at that dog. He looks cold. <laughs> look at that dog. He's hungry. <laughs> Let's give that dog a blanket. Let's give that dog some food. That cat's eyes matted shut. Like, <laughs> so for 10 cents a day, you can hear us talk about all the animals. So that bird's got my credit card number. <laughs> <laughs> that rat needs a haircut. <laughs> that's, that's where I was going next. All right, fellows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I love Tracy Morgan so yeah. much. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back next week with True Romance and uh, the second half of Wives Choice Month. Wives Choice. And uh, we do have a good, we got a good year shaping yeah. up. So, uh, yeah, so stay tuned for that. We'll be back with, uh, I think it might be our last Tarantino dip of, of the year. Um, <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of Tarantino packed into a couple of weeks here. That's okay. That's all right. So, all right. Well, you guys, thanks for stopping by and like, subscribe, all that stuff. Told you what social media is, etc. But we'll be back next week with True Romance. For Let's Talk About Flicks, I'm Oz. I'm Curtis. We'll see you then. Like, see ya.